You are getting 100% Jody on women taking the lead. Even if you are uncomfortable tooting your own horn, you have to do it anyway and work on getting more comfortable as you go. This is true whether you are an employee or you own your own business. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Head over to womentakingthelead.com to join the community and get the resources to support you on your leadership journey. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me today. I have a new sponsor that I'm excited about, so I want to lead into this. I don't know about you, but I drink a lot of liquids all day. I'm not a diabetic. I've been tested for that. I think it's because I'm always a little amped up, and so I dehydrate quickly. Well, I get sick of drinking the same beverages over and over again, so I need some variety. Enter Simple Loose Leaf Tea. I am becoming more of a tea drinker over time, but there are so many varieties of tea, it's a lot to dive into. And what's really great about Simple Loose Leaf Tea is it is a subscription, and with their monthly box of loose leaf tea, you get to try a variety of teas. With each box, you get four unique teas in resealable pouches. For just $9 a month, plus flat rate shipping, you get 20 to 40 cups of delightful tea, and with the code I'm about to give you, you'll get a 15% discount on a new membership. Go to simplelooseleaf.com forward slash lead tea. That's simplelooseleaf dot com forward slash L E A D is in dog T is in Tom E A and enter code lead T. Yay for new sponsors. If you've listened to the last 100% Jody episode, you know coming this fall is the on-air coaching calls. I've already got six volunteers for these calls, and the feedback has been incredible. Thank you all for always letting me know when I'm on the right track and when you'd like to see some changes. This podcast definitely has an element of promoting myself as a business and leadership coach for type A women, but it's meaningless if I'm not providing good and relevant content to you. I look at this podcast as a partnership between you and I, so always reach out to me if there's anything you want to ask or share. Speaking of which, I put out feelers in the past, which didn't get a lot of traction, but this time I'll ask more directly. If you have questions you want to ask and have answered on a future episode of Women Taking the Lead, send them to me. I would love to do a Q&A episode, but need your questions to do it. You can comment on any post you see on social media or send an email directly to me at Jody J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com. This episode was inspired from a recent workshop I did for a local company, but let me be clear. I have this type of interaction with women several times a year in all different locations all over the place. We were doing a roundtable exercise, and one of the participants brought up a situation where a new position was created in three separate divisions. 
In two of the divisions, a male was selected and promoted to the new position, but in her division, where she had a strong edge, they were taking applications to interview for the new position. Although she had been given an explanation for the discrepancy, she felt wronged and treated differently from her male counterparts. The group felt for her, but this was a savvy group, so they didn't stay on the surface of the situation. They began asking really good questions about the dynamics of the office, experience, etc. Then I asked her, how often do you advocate for yourself? She looked confused and responded that she didn't understand the question. Although this did not blindside me, my heart broke a little bit. Too often, I see women getting overlooked because they are afraid to appear to be bragging, grabbing for attention, or being a bother. The reality is, those who are in positions of power, the people who can hire us, promote us, or advocate on our behalf, have a lot on their plate, and so they are focusing on the end result and not always paying attention to how things are done and by whom. This is why even if you are uncomfortable tooting your own horn, you have to do it anyway and work on getting more comfortable as you go. This is true whether you are an employee or you own your own business. Many business owners struggle with the about page of their business. They have a hard time asking for testimonials because they are not able to make clear declarations of, I am awesome at X and have produced these results for my clients. They blend into the background with their competitors who are all saying the same things. In the office, your boss might be thanking you and congratulating you on a job well done today, but will they cumulatively remember all your contributions eight months from now when senior leadership is identifying top talent in each division? You don't want to blend. You want to stand out. And there is a way to do that without looking like you're not a team player. So if you're an employee, document all your contributions. Keep a running list on a weekly, monthly, and quarterly basis. Once a month, ask your boss for feedback, good feedback and critical feedback. This will keep you on their radar and give you a chance to remind them of the, of your accomplishments. It's a nice blending of accomplishments and opportunities for improvement. If self-promotion makes you queasy, this is a great place to start. It also sends a clear message that you are coachable, looking to grow, gain new expertise, and be a better contributor. All the qualities a company is looking for when they are considering promotions. If you have a team yourself, include the work you are doing to develop your team. It sounds counterintuitive, but You are freed up to take a promotion when your team can function without you. If your team is too dependent on you, it will be factored as a liability when your company is looking to give you added responsibilities or new position. It's a potential disaster, and that's not the impression you want senior leaders to have when they think of you. If you're an entrepreneur, document all your successes, your skills, and what sets you apart from your competitors. I know some of you say, I have no competitors because I'm so different. That's great. That's what I'm talking about. List out what makes you so unique you do not have any competitors. Keep a running list and ask for testimonials to back up your list. Because even though you may see yourself as clearly distinct from your competitors, your potential clients may not. So you need to make that clear to them. 
Ask your clients and customers for feedback. If they've had a good experience, they will likely want to continue to work with you. However, they are also busy, and a breakthrough today is the new normal a month from now. Having conversations that remind your clients and customers of where they were when they found you will help them to appreciate how far they've come. This conversation is a great experience for you and for them. Tell your client stories anonymously if need be on your website, in social media, when you are out networking. Advocating for yourself is advocating for your clients. Share their successes because as far as your potential clients are concerned, your client's success is your success. And if you're a boss, if you are looking to hire, you want to be appealing as well. How are you doing as a boss? What's the work environment? Do you develop your employees personally and professionally? Are there opportunities for increased responsibility and advancement? Are you flexible if life happens? Are you adaptable to other people's communication styles? Can you give critical feedback promptly, professionally, and compassionately? How do you toot your own horn with this? You document it and have your employees hold you accountable to it. Set clear expectations on both sides and have check-ins to see how you both are doing. If you can be this type of boss, you won't have to search hard for your next hire. Your employees will be promoting for you. Self-promotion is critical if you want to stand out of the crowd and be chosen for new opportunities or get new clients. I've had too many experiences in my early career when after I'd left a job, I would hear from a former boss or colleagues and they would say, I had no idea how much you were doing until you left and things stopped getting done. Don't let my story be your story. Get the rewards for your efforts now. If you have a woman in your life that you know is not advocating for herself, please share this episode with her. Remember the old commercial, friends don't let friends drive drunk? Well, friends don't let friends go through life being overlooked. Before I sign off, I want to let you know, this is one of the topics we explored in the Accomplished community. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, this community is a way for you to continue to explore and apply the conversations we've been having on the podcast. If you're tired of going it alone, if you're looking for support and sounding boards, This community is a safe space for type A women to talk about the ups and downs of business and life. And to find out more, go to womentakingthelead.com forward slash community. And as always, thank you, thank you, thank you to Millie Welsh of Zebra Love Web Solutions, who has been a phenomenal sponsor for this podcast. Please check out her website at zebralovewebsolutions.com to check out what she can do for your website, for SEO, for hosting, and for mobile apps. I hope this all was helpful to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. 
There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.